welcome to today's episode of Hellenic Polytheism 101, where I will be discussing hymns, prayers, and epithets. I found that a lot of Hellenic polytheists tend to struggle with prayers and with understanding epithets. It's extremely common to go into any forum dealing with an introduction to Hellenic polytheism and see example prayers, templates for prayers, or see a button saying something along the lines of prayer slash hymn requests here. This button is not often used in the way you traditionally think of prayer requests as a way to request prayer for someone in support of something going on. Instead, it's used to request that the writer write a particular prayer to use in everyday practice. An example question that I've seen is, can I get a prayer to Apollo for good luck in my band tryout, followed by a written prayer for luck sent to Apollo? Prayers can be hard. We always wind up like feeling like we're being judged, like it's not good enough, like it should be better. So here's a guideline on that, on how I started writing my own prayers to try to combat that feeling. I want to start out with epithets, mainly because they are such an important part of writing prayers and hymns. An epithet is a title, meant to indicate exactly what domain of what deity you are calling to. Again, I'm going to use Hermes as an example, because if there's one deity you want to be clear with, it's definitely the god of trickery. Hermes has a bunch of epithets, as do most of the gods. Keeper of flocks, Hermes of the marketplace, Hermes of crafts, Hermes of wiles, Hermes of games, interpreter, slayer of Argos, son of Maya, messenger, trickster, leader of thieves, giver of joy, luck bringer, giver of good things. Hermes is all of those things at once. However, if you're wanting luck and decent sales at the farmer's market, you probably don't want the leader of thieves to be by your side. (laughs) Epithets help with prayers because they can help narrow the focus of the prayer. Every deity in Hellenic polytheism has more than one side and more than one domain. Sometimes those domains can be conflicting, kind of like Hermes being the god of the marketplace and god of thieves. Epithets also help with the singing of the praises and the worship of the deity in question. Remember how I said one of Hermes' epithets was Slayer of Argus? That calls back to the time when Hermes, using his wiles, slayed Argus as Argus watched over Io for Hera to keep Io away from Zeus. When I pray to honey-tongued Hermes, son of Maya, Slayer of Argos, Luckbringer, for help in reaching my marketing goals for the month at work, each epithet has a purpose. Son of Maya and Slayer of Argos is how I say, I know who you are. I respect you. I know what you've done. I know your greatness. And I'm showing you the deference and respect you deserve because of these great things which you are and which you have done. Every deity has epithets which are less about their domain and more about their greatness as a deity. Foam-born, golden Aphrodite, chaste Artemis, daughter of Leto. By using those epithets, you're calling to their greatness. Now, you'll also notice in that little example I gave with Hermes, I used the epithet honey-tongued. This isn't, to my knowledge, an epithet that was used by Homer or any of the 
traditional cults of Hermes. That's because another fun thing about epithets is that you can make your own. I've seen some fun ones, like Aphrodite of the perfectly shaped buttocks, or Hestia of the perfectly cooked dinner. They can be fun, amusing, small things that you credit the Theoi with. They can also be more serious things. For example, when I go hunting, I call on Artemis of the well-placed shot. I've called on Demeter of a mother's grief. It's not only acceptable, but encouraged to come up with your own epithets. Now, once you've settled on or created the epithets you want to use, it can help to take a look at hymns. Pretty much every Hellenic polytheist I've spoken to or heard of or communicated with in any way knows of the homework hymns. Now, these hymns have been may have been created by Homer of the Odyssey and Iliad, but they're technically anonymous. They're called homework hymns because they're written in the same meter as the Iliad and the Odyssey. There's also the Orphic hymns, if you're looking for hymns that have common historical use. And there are many, many hymns written by modern worshipers. Now, a common question I've heard asked is, what's the difference between a hymn and a prayer? Hymns, like the homework hymns, were often sung out in public. There's a reason so many of them start with, I sing of, or I tell of, or I speak of. They were performance pieces. They were used in competitions and in rituals and in public places. A lot of modernly created hymns serve the same purpose. They're used for public worship, kind of, in a way, and often serve to sing of the praises of our deities. In fact, just recently I've seen an online competition for hymns. Um, so it's it's still used in competitions. And when we put them out there for others to see, it's us saying, hey, look at how amazing Apollo is. When we use them in private worship, you know, not in public and not on a public forum, it's us saying to the Theoi, hey, look at how incredible I think Apollo is. Here are all the wonderful things he's done. I just love him so much. It's a way to praise our deities. Prayer is more focused. Yes, prayers can be used to worship. I would encourage you to use them. They also can be used to request something or thank the Theoi. They're a little bit more flexible in what they could be used for than a hymn, I suppose. Sometimes a prayer is to one specific Theoi. Sometimes it's too many of them. I've never seen one to address each and every theory by name, probably because no one has that kind of time. But I have seen prayers addressed to the theory in general. I have seen them addressed to the Olympians in general. In fact, about four years ago, when I still worked on overnights, I wrote the following prayer. Artemis, great huntress, protector of women and children alike, Thank you for your protection over me and my own during this night. Apollo, musician, without your gifts of music, I would be lost all night. Thank you for the songs and playlists and the strength and inspiration they give me. Hephaestus, inventor, without your mind and your creations, my life would be much harder. Thank you for the many things I take for granted. Hera, queen of the heavens, shining goddess, Thank you for the strength you bring me and the peace you bring my relationships. Zeus, bringer of justice, king of all, 
Thank you for the opportunities you bring me to enact what justice I can on those around me. Athena of Wisdom, glorious goddess whose mind never fails, thank you for helping me keep my mind and helping me find creative ways to do better. Without you, I would be lost. Demeter, goddess of the harvest, I cannot sing your praises enough, nor can I thank you enough for the food that graces my family and feeds us all. Thank you for ensuring we are all well-fed. Hestia, who protects and guides the home and those in it, praise be to you. I have a home and loved ones inside. I am blessed by you, glorious goddess, compassionate one. Poseidon, ruler of the seas, shaker of the earth, father of the horses, thank you for your protection over your realm, which allows us to travel on it and get the supplies we need. Glory be, ruler of the ocean. Ares, warrior and raging god, whose wrath is feared and well known, thank you for guiding me in my rage to use it to my advantage. Dionysus, who knows a good time and knows the value of being free to yourself, thank you for your guidance and the freedom you give me to be me. Aphrodite, passionate one, lovely goddess who shines above all, revered beauty, goddess of love, thank you for the love you bring me every day. Thank you for the one I love who loves me in return. Thank you for guiding us to each other, bringing us happiness and joy. Hermes, trickster, great messenger, merchant and traveler, who watches over all who appear at my job and who keeps my family and loved ones safe from harm, endless thanks to you. Talkative one, who keeps me entertained, who brings my prayer to the heavens for all the Theoi to hear, I praise you. Praise be to the Theoi who do so much to guide, protect, inspire, and care for humanity and those I love every day. Now, you'll notice in that that I didn't use any specific historical epithets. This was a prayer specifically to the Olympians. Not every prayer has to be, but in this case, I wanted it to be. It was one I said every morning for about two years when I got home and lit incense after work before bed because I still worked on overnights. If I were to write it to change, I would obviously adjust it. I would adjust the bits about my job because it has changed. I'm not the person I was before, and that's okay. Prayers can change. I've heard from a lot of people who have used that prayer as a template for their own. Every worshiper is different, and so your prayers will be unique to you and your experiences. I've stopped using that prayer when I got off of overnights. Now I have a much different prayer. <laughs> Now, instead of having one that I do literally every night, the same one over and over, every night before bed, I have a different prayer. I thank different gods every day for little things that I see. So, it's okay to change things, to adjust things. I've Every prayer is different. And they also don't have to be that long. A lot of mine lately, including the ones that I say now overnight, are not that long. Fleet-footed Hermes, guide, luck bringer, help me to get to work on time, please and thank you. It's a prayer that is said with a startling regularity in my car. My fingers clutching the prayer beads hanging on my gear shift because I once again got out of the house a little later than I should have. At mealtimes, I often go, thank you, Great Mother Demeter, whose bountiful harvest provided me with this food. And I've said, Hades, bringer of wealth, careful planner, 
help this check stretch as far as it needs to. Ah, uh, said that a lot more than once. Lovely Aphrodite, glorious goddess of love, swift-footed Hermes, messenger, traveler of great distances, help us find the time to meet. It's a prayer I've used to ask for more time to spend with my girlfriend, as we both have busy schedules and live like an hour and a half away from each other. I've said a lot of different prayers, and you'll notice, sometimes they are to more than one god, sometimes they are to one specific deity, sometimes they are to the theory in general. I know it can feel hard sometimes to come up with a prayer that can meet the scrutiny of a deity who has been around for forever, and it can be harder to come up with one that meets the scrutiny of the internet. When you're writing down a prayer in a devotional journal, it's hard to find one that feels like it's up to the challenge of being in there forever. But we shouldn't be afraid to pray or to sing out a hymn or to use a unique epithet we've created. I've been a Hellenic polytheist for over a decade, and so there have been a lot of prayers and hymns and epithets that I've looked back on and went yeesh and stepped away from and never used them again. But it's never stopped me from trying, and that's really the lesson that I want to leave people with today. Start trying and don't stop. Your prayers do not have to be perfect to be prayers. So thank you for listening to today's episode of Hellenic Polytheism 101. Once again, if you want to find a transcript of today's podcast, go to goddessdoeswitchery.com on Tumblr and check out the tags transcript or transcripts, plural, with an S at the end. Along with the transcript, you'll find sources um, linked, the ones that I used today, which are the epithet section of theoi.com on the pages for Aphrodite, Hermes, and Artemis. Otherwise, it's all just general knowledge. I picked up who knows how long ago from books, like the myth with uh, Demeter, or with uh, Hermes and Io and Argus. The last episode of this year will be on December 27th and will be focused on how to create your own calendar for worship, including religious holidays like Nomania and how to incorporate those holidays into a modern calendar. Um, This one is going to be a little bit more, this next one is going to be a little bit more U.S.-centric than most of my posts. And so it's going to focus a little bit heavily on how to bring a, uh, I guess, secularized, Christianized society's calendar into a religion that has nothing to do with Christianity and how to focus on things like how to celebrate Christmas and have it on the 25th and still have it feel like a Hellenic polytheist holiday. So, if that sounds like something you're interested in, I definitely look forward to seeing you all then.